not want you to give me an idea, Eric. I just want to intro the show. I want to say that this is podcast versus podcast, that I'm Piers Ray, that you're Eric Ivanovich. Martha. Okay. Go ahead and say it. I, I'm Piers Ray. You're Eric Ivanovich. That's correct, Piers. And this is podcast versus podcast. This is a podcast where we take turns pitching podcasts to each other. And at the end of the episode, we're going to vote on which podcast pitch that day is a better one. And if we agree, then we quit this podcast forever. We do that one instead. Hasn't oh. happened yet, but holding out hope. My favorite William Shatner track. It hasn't, it hasn't happened yet. Okay. Have you listened to Has Been? Uh, no, I've listened to uh, Common People. The oh from has been yeah I haven't listened to the whole album I started actually started listening to has been because my dad really likes it yeah and I was just like once I got past common people I was like yeah, which is a cover is... of a song you would have liked anyways um I don't really like the original no 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 do you like but you like his version yeah his version is pretty his good version's pretty it's good. better than pulp or pulp's version I think he's got a couple of really really solid spoken word pieces I re- I don't mm. know I love his his style on there it feels like he's very you would. Look, he talks about the death of his daughter. There's some beautiful stuff on there. It's very, it's very personal. Um, I don't like things that are personal. I like things to be impersonal. <laughs> well, that brings me to my podcast pitch, Personal Things. Uh-oh. A show where we only oh, no. talk about the most extremely personal things we can imagine. And this, let me say this. You do like talking about personal things. Hmm. You talk about personal things on this show all the time. We talk about embarrassing stories from our past. Right. Uh, sorry. Let me clarify. I don't like listening to other people talk about personal things. Oh, I see. I see. Uh, well, this is a show where everyone gets to talk about personal things, right. including you. Okay. The idea of which is that we would make you more comfortable. Okay. Um, like bo- I, mean, I mean, do you like talking about personal things? Do you find it cathartic? Depends. You know, I'll have a goal in mind. If there's like a, a, a something uh, interesting in the story that I want to tell, okay, then I'll tell that. Or if someone's like, "Hey, do you have any advice?" and then I think, "Well, um, per- I've undergone a personal thing that has that that's applicable to this situation." I could give them advice, right? But for you, it has to be organic. It's not that you dislike personal things; it's that it has to arise naturally from the situation. You couldn't just be like, "Hey, I want to talk about this personal thing for a while." Um, no, you know, I'm just thinking now I do very much like to vent yeah. and, and whine and complain about things. Is it, you don't really whine. I do. I'm a big whiner. You are not a whiner. Um, you have, you have complaints and opinions, but you don't whine about shit. Let's see. What would be a whine? A whine? I feel like it is, to me, it's, first of all, it's the tone of it. Okay. Which is just like. How do you describe whiny without using the word whiny? Kind of um, undes- like it's an extreme reaction to my. It's hyperbolic. Okay, right it, to me, like and it's repetitive and it's ongoing. Like you saying, "I don't care for this burger." Yeah, is a complaint, right? Like, okay. and it's a pretty soft complaint. Like you didn't say anything specifically bad. You're just like, "I don't care for this burger," yeah. but if you sat there and you're like, "This burger's so bad." And then kept you kept, it. yeah. No, not even if you kept eating it. Just if you kept talking about it, like after we leave the restaurant, I can't believe how bad that burger that was. Burger was so bad. Yeah. Can th- you believe? Like I, I hated that burger. I definitely am a whiner. I about things from my work. I'll come home to Fran and just whine her ear off about things that you know, not that, not that bad from work. Like a customer who called in 
and I had to explain how to turn the water on. Yeah. And they didn't understand what a valve was or what a what a handle of a valve would be. Oh, that's embarrassing. Or a customer recently, a customer called in and they're saying like, so the uh, air conditioner is not working. It's uh, it's not turning on. I don't understand. And I was like, well, can you show? Can you explain to me what it says on the screen? And he was like, yeah, it says off. And I was like, okay, can you uh, turn it on? And turn on. He's like, oh, great, thanks. So I like to whine about stuff like that. I'll build up all those little petty grievances that really don't matter in the grand scheme of things. Right. And then as soon as I see Fran, I just unload all the whines on her. Well, that's... I I don't know. Do you... I guess another big part of whining... Like, what's a whine to you? Is it just complaining about things or venting? Because I feel like there's an aspect of it where, like, whining is like you're weak. Like, if you're whining about something, I don't know, like, if you... Especially if it's something that's unavoidable. Like, if you're on a hiking trip trip and everyone has to carry their stuff on their back and you're the only one complaining about it and you're constantly complaining about how heavy it is to me that's like that's whining well that's yeah it's a legitimate complaint i get it your bag's heavy and it hurts but the longer you do it the more whiny it becomes um yeah well that's what i do though it's like i'm complaining about the same stuff every day like i'll come home from work and i'll either complain that it was too busy or it was too slow right um and i'll complain about uh my boss being a bad communicator i don't all the time just the same complaints over and over huh maybe that is whining i think it is i th- i don't know what else you would call it other than well i don't know i don't, i feel like whining has a very particular tone to it like to me it's like to me, it's like high pitched and childlike. And even when you're complaining, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like, my I voice... don't want to do this. Like it's petulant. Yeah, know? my voice isn't high pitched though. Well, that's yeah, but you could go up in register. It could be high pitched for you. Well, I... look, so look, for my, my to point. Be... <laughs> my point is, you're complaining. Yeah, but I cannot imagine you being a whiny little baby about it. Like I can't imagine your complaints being delivered in a whiny way. That's fascinating because like, I'm a whiny little baby. I just don't frequently like you go home. And you're like Fran. Well, I don't do that. Everyone at work is an idiot except me i know i said this before i'm saying it again everyone's an idiot it's just they don't know what valves are they don't know what handles on valves are i had to explain to this guy how to do the water again it's like why but my voice doesn't sound like that that's well that's my point so if the exact no. same complaint no, no 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 spoken by a different person would i be... see that look in your eyes no no what, what look in my eyes the exact same complaint delivered in a different way by you hmm it's the way that you deliver a complaint. Hmm. It's the difference between I did not care for this burger and a half hour whine about how this burger was terrible and it's a huge injustice. It's all in tone. Well, that's not a tone. That's a length. length. That, that's a, a and repetition, which yes. I do. When to, I whine all, look, all the time about the same look, stuff. Length and repetition are elements of tone. <laughs> okay. Um, anyways, I have a podcast pitch for you. Is it personal? It is actually. Um, so last week when we were on, uh, Comedy Zeitgeist. Comedy Zeitgeist with Douglas Vandalay. Yes. Okay. I just wanted to give him a little plug. That's the one. Yeah. Great show. Listen to it. Specifically our episode. Also Ronald Dario's episode. Also Carrie Donaldson's episode. Also Brett Skillen's episode. Mm. Do we know anyone else who was on that show yet? 
Um, I personally don't. Great. You, you probably know a ton of other ones on there. I probably do, but three's enough for me. <laughs> um, uh, actually, I know for a fact that you know almost all of them. I Yes. Almost guaranteed. Um, but uh, also, uh, and indeed, uh, <clears throat> as well... Oh, right. That's what I was saying. So, um, on that podcast, you said uh, that the interesting thing about doing podcast versus podcast mm-hmm. for you was getting to know somebody extremely well yeah so you've been like learning about me you know we were friends before obviously obviously but, and we'll be forever best um, friends. but you're like my dinner you're my dinner with andre yeah just like a constant but like dinner with andre is like one night it's one perfect evening um but with us it's like for years we have been every single day spending three hours in the booth warming up together and then recording like a 15 to 25 minute podcast yeah five days a week and you've been getting to know me extremely extremely intimately well yeah so in to be fair sorry to interrupt sure but within a very limited sphere yes that's one of the problems of this show is i only get to see you within this one environment yeah and it's all discussion. You don't get to see me like in the volcano level, in the jungle level. I see. I mean, I see you out on the rig. We bond out there as well. Like that stuff's cool. That is the volcano level. That is the jungle level. Yeah. But like, you know what I mean? It's it's not like we're climbing a mountain together. Yeah. So um, I think it would be an interesting podcast where every season is two new people getting to know each other incredibly, incredibly well. So... First season, right? You and I already know each other incredibly well. Incredibly well. Incredibly One of us well. would drop out. Right. And we would get a new co-host. And it would be, they would record, um, uh, it would be you and, uh, let's say, let's say Douglas Vandal. Oh, the Comedy Zeitgeist podcast. Yeah. Um, you and Doug would be in here five days a week, spending three hours warming up your voices and then recording a 15 to 20 minute podcast um as is the way it's done and after a year you would know each other so 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 well yeah right um that now it would be time at the for the next season you would drop out doug would stay in bring in someone else probably me right hopefully and then for for a season it's just me and doug just getting to know each other so well incredibly well i get the feeling at the end of the season doug Mm -hmm. drops out Mm -hmm. a new person comes in me no, we already know each other. Incredibly oh, that's well. right. Sorry. Um, you. It's I'm already in there. Ah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, Fran. It would be Fran. Okay. It would be me and Fran in here. Three yeah. hours a day warming up our voices. Right. And then recording a 15 to 20 minute podcast. Just pulling all the thoughts and and characteristics and attributes of each other out of our brains and, and putting it out there and learning anew about each other uh fully i don't know about and this. the end of the season i, I would drop out this. it would be fran you would come back in it would be you and fran man okay well now now i'm back on board <laughs> and then it'd be you and fran and then every season you know one person would drop out and we would have we would be creating lifelong friendships and incredible connections here's my problem with that okay okay um number one i feel like it's interrupting the flow like this is a process you don't like if you like think about this as therapy for you specifically, like you don't stop going to therapy and you're like, hey, I know I've been coming to you for therapy for three years, Piers, but uh, what if I just left for a year and you gave therapy to this other person 
and then you leave and I come in and he gives therapy to me and then he leaves again and I bring in my girlfriend and then five I see you in five years um we would never see each other again that's that's what you're pitching here yeah i see so the whole point of this process is to get us as far apart from each other as possible no it's to get everybody else super close together the way that we are look i think that the better way to do that is just keep bringing in special guests with the two of us to me to me eric Mm. the whole point of this descent into madness is that we're forced to be like stuck in this room with each other and we are going to drive each other crazy. We've here's the thing, Piers. You and I have already driven each other crazy. Have we? We're crazy. That's I feel it. sane. I feel super sane, Eric. Okay, well you've driven me crazy. Well good. So I would drop out. You know what I think? You would be in here with Doug. No, you were already crazy. I'm driving you sane. Okay. Fine. I'm already sane. No. You've You're getting there. You've exerted your influence over me. Well, now I want to take you back the other way. I want you crazy again. <laughs> I just think that we should spread the love around. And I'm saying, like, it's it's great that you think you've just accomplished this, Eric. Mm. Like, that's such a human folly to me, is to, like, be like, oh, I'm done. I'm self-actualized. No, no, I'm not self-actualized. The road goes ever, ever on. Okay. I understand. Do you? Yes. Do you? Our relationship is so close and so pure. But you're, treating, could... you're treating it like there's a series of goals you can actually achieve. <laughs> I just want to experiment. Relationships I want to see... don't... You want to experiment? I want to experiment. You I want, want to, to see... experiment outside the bonds of our relationship? What happens... Yeah, I want to see what happens when we put two other people in here. I don't do poly... I don't do the poly lifestyle, Eric. Okay. Okay? I mean, we can bring other people in. But so like... that's not... But that's not poly. Well, I mean, it's a little poly. It's a little poly. I mean, but it's it's monogapoly. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. Well, I don't. don't. Well, you can't judge me because the world doesn't allow that. Look, it's real simple. I'm monogapoly. I like one person for my de- descent into madness, but I like to bring in other people as you well. You like some spices. I you like, like to spices. cheat, basically. You're the base noodle in ramen. Okay. Actually, I'm the noodles. Okay. What am I? Broth. A rich, hearty broth that provides flavor to the noodles. Actually, you know what? You're the noodles. I'm the broth. <laughs> and then everyone else is like an egg or that spiral thing. It's a fish cake. Yeah, fish cake. Or chives. Okay. Bunch of chopped up chives. What would be the title for this? I couldn't think of a title. Oh, for this show? Yeah. Uh, ramen and Friends. No. There wouldn't be that. Okay, just ramen. It would be... It would be... Um, connections that's what it would be Ugh. every season would be a different Ugh. connection no i can't i'm voting for my show because that title is garbage well you should have came up with a better title you know what that sounds like what's that that sounds like a christian store that sells mostly statues of angels no it doesn't it absolutely does connections hi no. welcome to connections when you open the door there's a bunch of like little wind chimes and things that go off i don't think it sounds like that at all i do it sounds very new agey to me it sounds it sounds you know what it sounds it sounds soft Anything Christian is not new age. Christian is old age. There's no difference between the two in my mind. It's all new age, hippy-dippy bullshit to me. <laughs> you you pass a church, there's people singing a hymn. It's like, uh, new age fucking I, I li- Yeah, that's exactly what I think. <laughs> Turn to your left and hug the person next to you. That's not Christian shit. That is Christian shit. I don't think so. Um, 
I can guarantee I've been to church more than you ever have. Okay, and well, that's true. You get asked to hug your neighbor. They Ugh. do all kinds of that shit. Okay. They're extremely, they're all about loving the person next to you. It's really fucking annoying. Like, your your whole perception of Christianity is based on headlines. <laughs> no, I've been, I have a very Christian relative. Great. Who has taken me to church and made me go to Bible camp and Bible school. <laughs> that is mental. Now I think you've been to church more than I have. I mean, I've definitely been to You've definitely been to more Catholic Bible school. camps than yeah. I have. <laughs> you've never been to Bible camp? Fuck no. My family isn't crazy. <laughs> um, it's a anyways. cultural touchstone to us, not a not a system you can get stuff from. It's weird. You have the only non-crazy family. That's true. Wild. Oh, well, I didn't say they weren't crazy. I mean, well, you did. Oh, wait, I did, just now. <laughs> word for word, that's what you said? Listen, this is what happens when you get deep into a friendship. The madness uh, comes up. Uh, okay. All right, it doesn't matter. I voted for my idea. Yeah, it's I'm voting for idea. mine. Well, fuck you. How dare you? How dare you suggest that you want to go? You never want to see me again is basically what your pitch is. No, that's not it. Okay. I want to see two other people seeing each other. I that's see. What I... Oh, you're you're a cuck. You just want to sit outside the booth and watch me seeing somebody else. What? Why didn't you just say that? What? New title for your show? Why are you sexualizing our relationship so, so heavily? <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i'm perfectly comfortable speaking like this if you take this as sexual language that's up to you <laughs> cuck is is blatantly sexual oh please cuck has lost all of its sexual relation by this point now it's just a phrase people use to insult people they think are weak okay that's true okay anyways thanks for listening to podcast versus podcast uh i've been eric ivanovich i've been Piers ray tune in next time i will be speaking to someone else while eric watches and sweats from the other side of a pane of glass thanks for listening goodbye Bye.